Good afternoon and welcome to the happy half hour. I'm Lee Cuban, master certified life coach and mindset coach. I'm Sandra Priestley. I'm a leadership coach and a feng shui practitioner. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I can just hear my garage door opening. So oh, can you? <laughs> hopefully no one else can hear this, but no, nope. we'll just, okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful place to have your office over top of the garage because there's no real noise unless someone decides to go in and out. Then there yes. is. Anyway, I'm glad you can hear it. Happy Thursday. I am drinking water today. <gasps> what are you drinking? I know. Funny I you should my... say that. You Pretty know, cup. oh, I love that cup. Mm -hmm. We're having Logan's going away party Saturday. Right. So I'm stocked up on the liquid death. Okay, hang on. You're drinking out of a can. Well, not kind it's of. Water. Kind it's of. Water but it's out of a can. In a cup. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I got the berry. It's called Berry It Alive, like B-E-R-R-Y. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's so cute. And it's actually really good. It's um huh? not overpowering. And it, it's like sparkling? It's sparkling it's water, but it has just this soft taste of berries. So it's perfect. It oh. almost feels like I should have berries in my cup. Oh, cool. In my Wonder Woman cup. I love that. I love it. Yeah. So awesome. So okay, so tell me what's happening. Today. Yeah, we're Yeah. How freaky is that? Um, man, this week has been so much packed into four and a half days. And I knew going in, and then, you know, now I'm getting ready for the party and I'm not done with my work week and but all mm -hmm. the big stuff is done. And, um, last night I got home after about a 12 hour day oh, and gosh. I was like, I just want to go to bed. Like I'm done. Yeah. And then Paul goes, um, what time are we going to the gym in the morning? And I said, <laughs> I have to be at the office at six 40. <laughs> and he goes, well, what time do you have to get in the shower? And I'm like five 20. And he goes, well, we can go to the gym at four. Why? <laughs> Why, Paul? And Why? I was like, are you really talking to me like that right now? Oh. After this long ass day, you want me yeah. to get up at 4 a.m.? He just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was just trying to poke the bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> well, I started an amazing book this week. Tell Atomic me. Habits. Okay, I've heard about this book. I've heard and amazing, I, but I don't read books, but still I've heard. Listen amazing to it on it. audible. Hmm. It is so good. Really? Um, well, because they want you to really analyze first. They just want you to look at what are your habits? What do you right. do every day? Some of them are neutral. They don't really matter, mm -hmm. but some of them are keeping you stuck and keeping you from your goals. Ooh. And some of them are pushing you towards your goals. Right. And so you kind of write down what, what the things that you do. And is this serving me? Basically, that's not the verbiage they use. Yeah. But is this serving me or not? Is this it. something that I enjoy that's not hurting or helping? Right. Or is this something that's pushing me to that next level? Yeah. And it's that's interesting. So cool. Yeah. And it, it's an amazing book. I'm 
um, going to start a book club at, for our support group, our patients. Mm -hmm. I want to pick a small group of people and meet weekly for like a month, go through the book, have questions for them that they need to show up with right? and talk about it and see the breakthroughs on all the, because every, every one of them has different goals. They all want to lose weight, mm -hmm. but besides their weight, they're still, they've got to live. Mm -hmm. And so I am so excited to see what that brings for me too, because I'm going to be participating as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But in this group of people to see like at the end of it, what we do. Exactly. What did we create? It's so true though, because we kind of get into this like routine that a lot of times doesn't serve us, you know, like where, if we think, well, we have a goal or we have a vision that we want to bring to life, mm -hmm. but we have a habit of getting up at eight 30 in the morning, yes. you know, yes. instead of if I, you know, like I think, I think back to when I was, um, with Beachbody, it was, I need to figure out, I, cause I, I used to be able to go to the gym all the time and I loved going to the gym, but at that time, my kids were a lot younger. They were in five mm -hmm. sports between the two of them and I couldn't get to the gym. And if I did get to the gym, it was like nine o'clock at night and then I couldn't sleep. So I needed to figure out like what was a new habit or what was a new time that would work for me. So mm -hmm. I started just working out at home where I could still be here with the kids and not leaving them on their own to, to grab lunch. Cause, or, you know, make their lunches or right. grab breakfast at six years old. And, um, you know, so I started working out at home and I started working out in the morning that because it worked for me with my goals and mm -hmm. with my life. Because but there's not a magic time to work out. It no, needs to fit into your just, day. It needs to fit into your day. And it needs to be the time that works for you. So that's easiest for you, right? I needed to be able to get up and work out before mm -hmm. I actually woke up fully. Yes. That's you know, what before we go I convinced in the myself. Yeah, because I can convince myself. I got a lot of things on the go. And I can procrastinate a long period of time. So that at nine o'clock at night, it's like that. Nah. No, it's too cold out or whatever. Oh, if I wait till that late, I will find any excuse. Yes, exactly. To, but that's, know. it's such a good, it's such a good way to see, you know, what am I doing? Is it taking me closer or farther away from my yeah. goals? Yeah. And how can I shift it so that it makes, um, it works within my schedule Yes. and my life. And it's something that I can do and I like to do. But you know, our thoughts are habits too. Very true. Very and true. And to analyze, because we tend to think the same things over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, we draw conclusions with missing pieces. True. And so that's kind of some of the stuff that, that I'm really looking at for me. Mm. Um, and my expectation. Okay. You know, when something happens and the first thought is the worst case scenario, it's right. a, why would you go there? Mm -hmm. And it's a habit. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. I used to be the worst worrier. Like, I mean, not, not good at all. Like I would be so focused on creating scenarios that may not even come true. And it was becoming debilitating. Like this is the, you know, because you, you feel like it's real. Yeah. It feels very, very real. It does. And so I started, you know, Googling, I started Googling like worrying and how to stop worrying. And this one website that I came upon, I wish I could find it again. It was so good. And it started talking about there's three different types of worriers. I don't know what the first two were because I wasn't those, but I was the third type of worrier. And this one was the worrier who felt that there was a benefit to worrying. Mm. And it was the benefit was if I can worry enough and dream about enough possibilities and enough things for, you know, ways that things can go wrong, I can be prepared in advance Mm -hmm. for when it does happen. And then I will be, I will know what to do. It's like preparation. Save the day. Right. It's like, (laughs) this is a good idea. And you know, (laughs) they said this type of warrior is the hardest to change because they believe there's a purpose to it. Mm, And it had to be, I mean, I still will default there. Mm -hmm. I still will default there. And I have to intentionally go back to 95, the thing, 95% of the things I I heard this quote, 95% of the things that you worry about will never happen. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just a made up bullshit quote, but I needed to lean into that at the time. Doesn't it feel good? It feels good to just think, oh, okay, wait, it's not going to happen. And then another one was like, even if you do worry about it, it's probably not going to happen in the way that you think that it's going to happen. Yeah. But the biggest one for me was I handle hard and I can handle pain. And so when we worry about something, we're worrying about it and feeling the pain now Mm -hmm. and also feeling the pain if it does happen. So it's not helping anything. We're feeling the pain twice. You're stealing your peace in the moment. Absolutely. Because you're not relaxed, enjoying life going, what am I going to conquer today? You're like, fuck, the sky is falling. How do I pick it up? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And so it was, it's been this kind of process, this 15 years (laughs) process of me just kind of collecting, collecting like things that I read that helped me get out of that worrying state. Yeah. And, and even just knowing that the more energy I put into the fear the more I am vibrating at that frequency, the more I'm going to get the shit that I don't want. Right. So it's been, but PS for a worrier that just makes you worry more, (laughs) right? Like this idea of like, Oh no, now I'm worrying and I'm putting it out to the universe. And then I'm going to get back what I like. It just makes you worry more. So I really had to just lean into faith over fear Mm -hmm. and just, you know, trust in God, the universe that, yeah. um, if something bad does happen, I'm not going to plan for it now and feel pain twice. Yeah. I can handle it later. <laughs> and you need your peace right now because life does happen, right? Like things yeah. come up 
that they we didn't do. plan for. We didn't think we wanted. Um, exactly. But there's always a gift in it. And when we're wrapped up in the yeah. pissed off, why is this happening to me? Yes. Instead of what is this here to teach me? Well, yeah. And, and when I look back, like, I think I said this last week, but when I look back at my 2022 year, I was the most <clears throat> proud of the challenges that I had that I made it through from like, like how I maneuvered and how I yeah. navigated them. So I'm not really that concerned that I can't navigate the heart. Mm -hmm. I am, I don't navigate the fear. It's like, I don't navigate the fear as well as I navigate when something is actually on my doorstep. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. When it's there, then it's like, okay, focus. What do you need to do? Right. When you're in okay. fear mode, you're just making up stories and making it bigger and torturing. Exactly. exactly. Mm -hmm. And I also, I mean, one of the books that I, like I said, I don't read books. I'm dyslexic. I don't choose to, I mean, I can read, but it's hard on my brain and I can't read very many pages at once. Um, but I've read two books cover to cover that were personal development and they were, um, the four agreements by John Miguel mm -hmm. Ruiz and the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. And the power of now is really huge for me too, because it really does say there's peace in the now, not mm -hmm. three seconds ago and not the next second, like mm -hmm. right this moment mm -hmm. there are no problems yeah. and when you can step into that you can feel more bliss and so that was another thing that I really feel like was pivotal to get out of the worry mm -hmm. but so it was so um so true for me that it had become a habit that was not serving me at all mm -hmm. like this constant move to fear you know, <laughs> instead mm -hmm. of move to excitement, mm -hmm. exactly. What if, what yeah. if today, whatever shows yeah. up, yeah, something amazing shows up? Like, what Cassie if? Howard, um, she's a Canadian business coach mm -hmm. and an online business coach, and um, she always says, like, her tagline is, What if and why not? Mm. Yeah. And yeah. I just think it's so powerful. And I mean, in a positive way, not what if this goes wrong, <laughs> but Correct. you know, what if, what if everything we wanted was possible and why isn't it possible for me? Why not? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that kind of energy is just such, um, something that's so good to lean into as often as you can. Yeah. When you need it, that's where, that's where you go. Um, yeah. Mindy Audlin. I think I'm saying that right. Um, she's got, she started years ago, um, the what if up club. Oh, and cool. it's when you say, what if the sky falls, mm -hmm. you reframe it to what if it shines. Oh, nice. Yeah. Whatever, whatever yeah. it is that you're doubting in that moment that you're like, what if it doesn't happen? But what if it does? And what if it's better than you could have ever imagined? Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. And when we open ourselves up like that to, mm -hmm. to thinking, I was, I talked to a group of realtors this week and we were talking and I was telling them the story about 
me um, being in my apartment and going, well, I've created one hell of a mess here. What the fuck am I going to do now? <laughs> I didn't quite yeah. word it that way. Yeah. But, you know, I was like, it was the weirdest sensation because it was something I had never, ever in my life done. But all of a sudden I started giving thanks and just walking around and feeling it. And now I know I was in the vortex. I didn't know back then. I just mm -hmm. knew that it felt really, really good. Mm -hmm. And had I not felt so good and continued that, I don't know if I'd be sitting here right now. Right. Because yeah. that's when everything changed. It's when everything turned around. Mm -hmm. um, and you were looking around your, your apartment going, I'm grateful for this one fork kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. The apartment that I had a bed yeah. on the floor with, with no stand, no Did things, TV, yeah. no furniture. Yeah. Um, I had a couple of plates, a couple of forks. I think I could feed two people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I had pictures on the walls. Mm. That's the one thing I had was pictures on the walls. And nice. so I'm just going and looking at loved ones, some of whom didn't speak to me at the time, but yeah, yeah. But, and I was just so grateful. And I don't know why it was the, if I was stuck in that apartment today, just as it was to think about me walking around being grateful and saying, thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And feeling, sorry, feeling it in my soul. Yeah. That would not be my go-to if I were there. So <laughs> I, it's like my inner being was going, give thanks. I don't know what they were saying to me, but for some reason I was listening and I'm very, very grateful, but we were talking about that and, um, the importance of being in that space, even when the evidence around you doesn't necessarily inspire that in you. And that is something that needs to be a habit yeah. for all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, when we're in that habit, because the things that followed that start of that and the continuation of that, it was just like magic. I know wow. it wasn't magic, but that's what it felt like. But I was in alignment. Yeah. You're just being divinely led through yes. it, right? Like yes. just like you're listening to divine messages mm -hmm. without knowing it. Like right. the little baby learning mm -hmm. to crawl. Yeah. It's kind of the way. I yeah. interpret that, but, yeah. um, but that's a habit we need mm -hmm. and watch everything open up. I love those books that just make you think differently mm -hmm. forever. Yes. You know, like, mm -hmm. like the four agreements that is a life changer forever. Yeah. The power of you differently forever. It sounds like this one would be the same. Mm -hmm. Like just, it's different just than the power awareness. of now. It's different than Eckhart Tolle. There's none of that. It does feel good. It's a different feel good. Yeah. But everything this guy's saying is truth. Right. It's more, it's less energetic. This book, I, it sounds like, right? Yes. Like it's more, but more there are like some things that practices but there are some things he says that do put me in the vortex because I'm, okay. I'm going, yes, that's it. And that might just be my alignment. Like 
with that. What he's saying. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. mm-hmm. But he was talking about this guy in the wheelchair. And someone said, God, don't you feel like a prisoner in that wheelchair? Like it must be so tough having to live like that. And right. he said, are you kidding me? This is how I get around. If it weren't for this chair, I would be stuck in that bed. Right. And mm-hmm. that's how we need to look at the things that we do not like. Now, that's really easy for me to say, sitting here with perfect use of my legs. Yeah. So you get you get what I'm saying. I mean, it, we're all yeah. in different places. Um, yeah. But to have the courage and the insight to say, I can be pissed off sitting in this chair mm-hmm. and hate life, or I can realize that this is a gift mm-hmm. and go do something with it. Well, and even, you know, I've taken courses where people will say like, if you have a business online and you use, let's say you use Instagram for your business, complaining about Instagram Mm-hmm. complaining about the algorithm, complaining about the reach, complaining that you got kicked off of Instagram, your, your account suspended, complaining <laughs> about, you know, whatever it happens to be is yeah. not energetically going to get you where you want to go. No, no. And, you know, so it's, that's like a, such a minor example compared to your wheelchair example, but I think we can all find something in our lives Mm -hmm. where it's like, we, we need something, but we're going to choose either be pissed off or grateful. Yeah. You know, and I think it can be small or big. Like it really made Mm -hmm. me think about that because I like, um, my husband and I, because we had teenage kids at the time and it was like, they were constantly on their, on social media. And so we started calling, um, it Insta shit and snap crap mm-hmm. just, just for fun. Right. Like yeah. it was just like, because it was just constant. And all of a sudden I realized one day, wait a minute, I'm not on Snapchat, but I am on Instagram and I use this for my business. So instead of honoring it, I'm discarding it. Mm-hmm. And I really had to, like, it was just one of those things, you know, like, I don't know. Sometimes we just hear something differently and it just changes everything, right? And sometimes we'll hear it from someone else. Like they will say something and it will hit me like, oh my gosh, did you really just say like, yeah, I can see it. And then I'm like, well, you can't say anything. I know <laughs> it's so true, but, it, but you, but then you, then you look at where are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Why did she show you that? Or why did he show you that? Yeah. Maybe he's trying to help shine a light yeah. on your own shit. And where's the gift in someone else's situation for us too. Right. Like, I really believe that anything that we, any book that we pick up, any podcast that we just fall onto, anything that happens, there's a message or a gift for me. Like I believe that to my core. 
And lots of people may not think that that is like, you know, I, I constantly see this, like, sometimes things just happen and there's not a meaning. And I'm like, well, I Always believe there is. So there is a meaning, <laughs> but we have to look for it. Yeah. Because exactly. sometimes it shows up as an annoyance an inconvenience, mm-hmm. um, a mean person, yeah, um, whatever. But when we look at it in those terms, instead of, Ooh, what's this here to teach me? What am I going to learn? Right. How am I going to grow from this? Yeah. Is that always easy to do in the moment? Well, no, no, it's not. No, it's a practice. (laughs) And I think we all continue to learn. I don't know that we arrive one day and go, oh, everything that happens, I will see a gift in. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm ready to get there, but I don't know if I'm dedicated enough for that. Well, for me, I, it's like a conscious, it's a conscious effort. And I, for me, if I have an emotion, I think, why is this emotion here? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's tied to the feeling. Yeah. So I guess it's not like every single, Oh, you know, I'm drinking water. What does this mean? But it's like, if I have a feeling about mm-hmm. the water, my cup, I think, Oh, that's interesting that I would feel something. What is it here to teach me? What am mm-hmm. I here to learn? Why do I feel this? Like yeah. I'm always in this constant questioning sort of inquisitive stage mm-hmm. of what, you know, what is this here for me? Yeah. Where's the gift? Where's the, sometimes it's hard though. Sometimes we don't see more it. into fear, right? Oh. When I feel like when I'm leaning more into fear, it's almost like the rabbit hole. I'm like going down the rabbit hole and it has like a momentum of its own. And it takes mm-hmm. a lot out of me sometimes to stop it. Yeah you know, before it gets too much. My coach told me one time, let it play out like a movie. Mm -hmm. Just sit back and watch what happens. And so there are times that I am in fear and I am like, it's around the corner. Yeah. And I get this calmness Mm -hmm. that goes, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's all going to be fine. Watch Mm -hmm. it like you're watching a movie and see what shows Mm -hmm. up. It's so much easier when you can remove yourself from it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. So with that, I think it's time for us to go. I think our time is up. Yeah. Um, this was quick. I know it seemed like it went quick, but I feel like there was like so many good little things. Good. Lots of good nuggets. Yeah. Ah, well, thank you. I cannot wait till next week to tell you about Logan's party. I know. Oh yeah. This time next week, he will be gone. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So mama's proud, but her heart hurts just a little bit. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) But more proud, Um, but have a great week. And thank you guys for joining us. We will see you next Thursday on the happy half hour. Bye. Bye.